I'm Danny Hicks. Welcome to the Not-So-Secret Agent Podcast, where we learn from top real estate agents how they maintain a thriving business all while living the good life. So welcome to the podcast. I have Katie Eisenhart and Shelly McCaddy from the Eisenhart Group. Um, and guys, thanks so much for being on the show. I really, really appreciate you guys doing this. Um, and this is the first time because every other show we've done so far has been with the team lead. And I think this one's going to be exciting. It's kind of hearing when we talk to the team leads, they tell us how it's supposed to go, right? When you talk to the actual team members, they tell you, well, this is really what happens. You know, this is this is really how, you know, the bacon's made, if you will. Um, so thanks again for being on the show. Um, and I just wanted to start by getting you guys to, to tell me a little bit about how you got drawn into the dark arts of real estate, because it's definitely a calling. And I, I'm for Katie, I imagine it was like I was seven because my mom was an agent. And, um. No, it wasn't. It was actually um, I graduated college and I didn't know what I was going to do. And my mom was in the business and had been in it for at that time, I think, 13 years, 13, 12 or 13 years. And she's just like, well, do you want to help me out? And so I started to. And then I think once you get into it, you know, you never look back. So here I am 18 years later, and that's kind of just how it happened. It wasn't planned. It wasn't what I wanted to do, but I certainly love it. And I'm glad that I kind of fell into it, so to speak, or was raised in it. What about you, Shelly? Same. For me, um, my, a lot of my family is in real estate. Um, I started out in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I have an uncle who is a builder, aunts who are realtors. So it's just one of those things I was accustomed to. And as growing up, I always like to go look at the houses. So that was always fun for me. And it's just something I was interested in. I got into it and I've been doing it. I'd sold real estate and I've done operations and sales management for 23 years now. Man, we got a lot of experience on the show here. The, uh, I think I was laughing because my family owns a construction company in Virginia Beach. And when I left for college, they were like, your hammer will be waiting. And I, was, I think it's still waiting. I didn't go check on it, but I knew I was going to be in housing. I just didn't want to be in the sun and, the, you know, doing hard labor. So this seemed like an obvious choice, if you will. Um, so what is your why? Like over the different seasons, because both of you guys have been in this for a long time. I know when we started, it was like, hey, man, I need a paycheck. Like I need you know, I need to survive. And then as things shift, you know, why do you continue to do kind of the crazy stuff that we have to do to, to make a living out of this? I mean, for me, it's my family, 100%. Um, I'm married to my college sweetheart and I have three young daughters, a 13 year old and then twins who are 10. Um, and that's why I continue to do this. And I love the business. And, you know, it, yes, it's flexible. That's, off, you know, obviously a nice thing because I can help them, you know, they all swim competitively. So being able to like go to their swim meets and help out with their swim team and volunteer for school things kind of fits with the whole real estate mold because you can kind of schedule appointments and things around what's important for the kids. And I think, you know, that's nice. So it's definitely my family. Same. Mine is my family. Um, I have a seven year old, so that is exciting. 
but um, why do I keep doing it? Um, honestly, I just enjoy the business and I enjoy the industry and helping people. I mean, whether it's agents or homeowners or buyers, it, it's just, that's what fuels me. Yeah, there's And our team too. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but Shelly comes from a lot, you know, she really helps. We got her last year and I think I was telling you earlier off the podcast that, you know, she came from another team and it was just great because she kind of helps coach us along with certain things that we didn't even know we were going to get when we hired her on. So that I think is awesome with her experience. She's, you know, able to give us what we should do in different situations and scenarios and how to, you know, communicate and talk to clients and that kind of thing. And, and Shelly, before I was allowed to bring you on the show, I had to promise to not try to steal you because they value you that much. Like literally, they were like, you can talk to her, you can get take all the notes you want, but you cannot in any way, shape or form steal her from us. Well, thank um, you. I've just seen a lot of different things and had the um, opportunity to work with a lot of different people who are all fantastic and you know, you learn something new from every person that you work with. So I just like sponge, I just soak it all in and try to put the things out there that I thought were really good. Um, you know, I try to put them back out there and use the best of the best. Yeah. And that's, and that has a lot to do, like even the Buffini stuff, we fly all over the country to steal ideas from each other. And then I came up with an idea of, I will just interview them. And if you say the word podcast, people get excited and then they tell you all their secrets. It's magic. It's wonderful. Um, but uh, so who's on the team right now? You guys mentioned the team. Um, what does the structure look like? So Mary Beth is our team lead. She's my mom, but I do call her Mary Beth. Um, everyone's like, is she your mother-in-law? She's definitely not my mother-in-law. <laughs> Whoops, shouldn't say that out loud. Anyways, um, but M Mary Beth and then myself mm -hmm. and then Garrett is the buyer's agent on our team. Um, he joined our team in 2016 and Terry Smith is a former client. She joined our team as a buyer's agent. And then we have a new buyer's agent that joined us from another team earlier this year. Um, and then Shelly joined us last June. So, and then myself. So it's Mary Beth and myself tend to handle most of the listings. Okay. And then Signe and Garrett are really the buyer's agents, but that doesn't mean that they don't bring in sellers or help out with listings. Um, and then Shelly is behind the scenes. She does everything um, as far as like our marketing goes, getting the listings in the MLS, all the administrative stuff. Mm -hmm. And then on top of all that, she is so creative. So she does all of like our marketing, like our postcards, our um, pop by labels, helping coordinate our client parties, all of those extra things that, you know, go on top of all the administrative stuff. And then Terry is a really more of a part-time agent on the team just because she still works in the school systems. So you're looking, so the client appreciation program is handled by Shelly in addition to all the admin stuff. And the way you guys are structured, you have Mary Beth as team lead, kind of a rainmaker type thing. And then you're doing the listing specialist type thing. And then you've got a couple of buyer's agents. Did I? Yeah, but that we also like to make sure we tell all of our clients, like when we're interviewing them and they're new to the team, that any one of us can show them a house or anyone, you know, so sure. we don't ever like to pigeonhole us into that specific role either. So we have been just saying, these are a team member. 
um, versus labeling everyone as a buyer's agent or a listing agent. Because it, I, we thought for a while there, it was like if we labeled them, then clients thought that was all they could do. Right. So we've kind of taken that away. And that makes sense because every agent is kind of a Swiss Army knife. I mean, you whatever shows up, that's what we got to deal with. You know, if you walk in and it's a mess, you know, you're you're a stager. If it, you know, you what whatever we see, you know, you can't be like, well, I'm not the listing guy. I'll wait. You know, that's not exactly. It's like I would fear for my life if you did that waiting on Mary Beth to get there. I literally, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just to make that. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would fear. Um, so what's working to generate business right now? I know we talked about a ton of marketing stuff, which I'm really excited about. And we're kind of coming off of the Heather Roxburgh interview and uh, a lot of overlap there. I thought that was super cool. Um, and just kind of all of that stuff, but what's working right now? I know the market's a little tougher, the interest rates, all those good things that they keep telling us. Um, but what do you guys got going on? I mean, we are really doubling down on lead generation. So making the calls, mm -hmm. um, writing the notes and doing the pot buys. Um, and that is something, you know, our coach has also made sure that we continue to do. So we haven't let up on that. Um, mm -hmm. And even when the market was flying, we didn't let up. But I think that's really kind of helped us with the current market and sustaining, you know, the level of business that we've been able to. Um, but really, it's just keeping up with our lead generation. I mean, as much as that is just like kind of boring, it's really mm -hmm. what has continued to help. And being intentional with the ask. That's, I mean, you know, you can make calls all day long, but if you're not intentional with the close, then, you know, it doesn't, it's not going to do much. So just being intentional with asking if anybody, you know, has mentioned buying or selling to you lately and you know we would you mind sharing their contact information just being direct about it yeah that that's something that me and my coach grace just talked about and and literally it came down to like we the intentionality you can do all the activities you want but you really need to be converting you know the two for one you know what i mean you get a buyer and you need to get two buyers out of that buyer um and and, and even yeah, how we ask yeah. And a lot of people don't know how to refer. So teaching them how to refer and teaching them what to do if they hear somebody say that they, you know, are going to be thinking about selling their house or buying something. I think that's an important piece of the puzzle, too, because we have to train the people on how to give us business. Yeah. And, and, and that, specifically. That's the, yeah. And yeah, no, when we try and tell them that the best way to refer us is to get permission for the person to give their name and number to us. And like, we also have really tried to tell them, like, put us on a group text message. Yes. So introduce them to us via text message and just say, Hey, Joe, this is Katie. She's on the text message. She'll be able to help you out. You know, Joe, this, you know, vice versa. So that we really tried to educate our clients that that's what they need to be doing. It's like, if you come across somebody in, you know, work or a friend or whatever that needs a real estate, just put us on a joint text because so many people, you know, prefer that. So I was going to say, that's been my secret weapon lately is the joint text. Like right there, they can't just not respond because their friends on there. 
right? So they at least have to have the conversation. They at least have to be. And and in our defense, their friend, there was a conversation where they they raised their hand for this. It's not like we're like, oh, we're going to do it to you. You know, yeah, exactly. you blinked and now you own two but homes. It it, I do think it makes it a little less like um, confrontational for that person, you know, because you're mm -hmm. like, hey, like, just let me know. And if you communicate via text, then, you know, you can start a new text message and then mm -hmm. you can check in on them. But at the very minimum, you have their phone number and their name. Mm -hmm. And so that's the biggest thing. And that's the problem is so many people say, oh, yeah, I gave your information to my coworker. Well, that doesn't help. No. Because they have my information. I need their information. And that's what we've really focused on is making sure we get the person you're referring to. We have to have their information. So the, our biggest thing is educating our clients on the best way to refer us. Those are the conversations we're having. And then following up, obviously making sure, you know, once they refer us, then it's the no and all that other good jazz. So. Yeah, I always found that the, the difference between a secret admirer and a stalker is how into it they are. So I don't think you can be too pushy on that. Like you're, if they're into it and they want that information, you're, you're just doing a good job. If they don't, yeah, yeah, you're, you're a stalker and they'll quickly get rid of you. Um, but better to know than to, to waste your time, if that makes sense. Um, no, it's true. I was going to say, and, and I like that group text. It, it definitely makes everything easier. It definitely gets that, you know, the communication and we have the information to, to help them. And the other thing that I've done with my clients is, is kind of say, you know, all I'm going to say is Katie thought I might be able to help you out. You know, this is what I do. And, and that's it. I mean, they're going to, they're going to do it or they're not going to do it. At no point are you going to be able to convince them to do anything they didn't want to do. You know, yeah. you're never. It's... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And it's crazy too. Once people start finding out you're in real estate, like with Shelly and I, with the young kid factor, like our friends are the kids friends parents find out we sell real estate and then it's conversation after conversation. I mean, at every swim meet that we've had lately, I've had somebody come up to me asking me about real estate and, you know, getting my information. I'm getting, you know, their stuff. So they want to talk about buying or selling. So that I think is another avenue that has really kind of expanded. And that's through the kids and the sports and the schools. Katie came into the office one day with a referral from her daughter. Yes. <laughs> from school. That and that, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My kid, I mean, and the kids learn it. I mean, they do. And I mean, when I was growing up, and so we, so Mary Beth sold real estate in Southern California, then Alabama, and now Virginia because my dad was in the military, so we moved a lot. But when we were in California growing up, my swim team friends, they all knew it was Mary Beth. So I think that's, you know, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people don't like to go that route, like their friends or their kids' friends. But once your kids know like that this is what you do and the I mean they do benefit because they, you know, obviously you're making the money. So they understand like, hey, my mom sells real estate. So you should, you know, call her. She needs, you know, and then they get their information. I mean that I don't know, we're kind of going off tangent. But anyways, that's another thing that's been popping up lately. So I can I can just picture Mary Beth when that referral came in. Excellent. <laughs> it was the whole, it was the whole swim team. I mean, cause you know, she was PTO president of like an elementary school, middle school, and I think high school all at the same year. And so it was everybody. And so, yeah. I mean, that's, <clears throat> I mean, that's really cool. And that was one of the things that, you know, I took away from our pre 
podcast conversation was people will do more for their children than they would do for themselves. You know, 100%. You know, when you think about the swim meet and like that's one of those sports where from a parent standpoint, you're there for all day to see your kid swim for a minute, two minutes, right? Yeah. Like if that doesn't demonstrate that, whereas like if I wanted, well, I, yeah, if I wanted a coffee and the line yeah. was three deep, I'd be like, mm, maybe not, you know, but for the swim meet, they're like, yes, we will be there at 5 a.m. Yeah. No problem. Well, and it's crazy too, because I think once people start realizing what you do for volunteer when you're not getting paid mm -hmm. um like you're volunteering to run the meet or you're volunteering to you know time or whatever it is you're volunteering to do at the school put on the event or whatnot then they start to realize okay well if this is what they're doing just for volunteering think about it if they were actually you know getting paid for lack of better words so i think you know you do a good job volunteering and doing all that stuff it kind of seeps over into them believing you know that you are going to be a fantastic realtor and an advocate for them so as you're meeting these people and you're doing the volunteering how much of that does mary beth let you use as your calls you're like all right i'm face to face we had a real estate conversation none none <laughs> absolutely none it's so funny because i'll have to say like um mary beth comes from the very i think we talked about this the old school buffini way so it was a call a call was all that freaking counted you know and if you didn't, if you got a voicemail that counted, but text message, I mean, that didn't exist. And then email, oh, that certainly didn't. And videos, absolutely not. Um, she's kind of come off of that a little bit, but it's still, if you have a face-to-face -face conversation, our coach has insisted that that counts. So because our coach has insisted that it counts, Mary okay. Beth in turn, it counts. You're like, we just talked about this, but I'm going to call you on your way to the car because <laughs> I need this to count. Yeah, exactly. You know, that sort of thing. It's like, a, you know, if you get their information and stuff. No, she's good about it. But so, it, I mean, it counts. I mean, I think it's just getting your, you know, yourself out there and talking to them and having a productive mm -hmm. conversation. And then once you get their information, I think one thing we've done really good about this year, um, which has helped too, is following up conversations with notes. Yes. Um, so personal notes, Mary Beth's a big note writer. I don't love them, but I know how much they impact and can what it, solidify the relationship. So you follow up with a note and so many people are like, you know, they get junk mail. So you send them a personal note saying it was great talking with you. Da, 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 da. I mean, that I think is helped too, because they get that and they're like, oh, okay. So See, I, I find the notes easy because if I didn't talk to you, I write you a note because I didn't get to talk to you. Sorry, I missed you. You know, I was, this is what I wanted. Uh, and if I did talk to you, that note's even easier because I actually have something to write. Um, but especially if you're making your calls. And that's the other thing that I tell the agents in our office. I'm like, look, if you're doing all your other activities, it comes easy, right? You need this many calls. Well, you call them before you do a pop-by, there's a call. If they don't answer, you leave a voicemail, you know, and then you're going to send the note behind it. Hope you like the we call them vegan nachos because there's no cheese, but I say all the cheese is on the label because it's the nacho average <laughs> realtor one. I'm like, yeah. That one's funny. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's my, my whole brand is dad jokes and drinking. That, that's what that's I got. good. That's You'd great. like the one we did for Father's Day then. Um, this was uh, 
Signe and Garrett's idea. And I, I think that they took it from, I think it was from Heather Valentine people, but I can't remember. Mm -hmm. It was a mason jar with a little airplane bottle and a little small can of Coke or ginger ale or something. And it was like something uh, for shot at real estate. We have the buzz on the real estate market. Give us a shot for your next transaction or something to that effect. It was cute. Shelly has it all. Yeah. I mean, the worse you can make them, the better that they're remembered. <laughs> Like that. Yeah. Well, clients love it too. Shit too. Everybody was like, "Whoa, you guys yeah. are stepping up your game this year." <laughs> so. It was like fireball. I think we did Captain. We didn't do Fireball though. We did Jack and Coke. Jack we and Coke. Jack and Coke. And Crown. Crown and ginger ale. Yeah. For your lower dollar ones, it was Sailor Jerry. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. that was fun though that's funny because and you mentioned you know the pop buys being cheesy one of the things that i'm working on and i kind of got this from heather and you kind of reinforced it is changing kind of the item of value to a postcard and kind of trying to make the brand contingent because what brian sends us is awesome the, the item of value is great uh but it's not what i'm doing it's not in my voice um so we've done we we're starting to scan the item of value put it onto our blog and then kind of talk about it um and any agent that isn't writing their own letter to go with it it's kind of you, you know you know slacking on that i mean it needs to be in your voice like it needs to come from you it, or else it is junk mail um so so we just changed ours i mean i think it was just recently this last one we've done two different things with it um we'll take it and we'll turn it into a social post mm -hmm. um, that's what we'll do with it and then we have changed that letter so it doesn't say dear Sam and Sally anymore, right. right? With our name signed at the bottom, we've turned it into a newsletter. Okay. And um, so now they get a newsletter with it. Um, but we also do monthly postcards on top of that. So it's yeah. not just that. So you're emailing the newsletter or you're mailing it? We're mailing it. So snail mailing it, you're doing, so it's in the envelope. So you're putting the cover letter with the item of value your, so, so the item of value is the same. So the slick yes. piece mm -hmm. stays the same. The cover letter changed to a newsletter. Okay. So it just, it looks like a newsletter. It's still got the meat and potatoes in it. We change it to, instead of I, 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 it's we, us, our type mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but we've turned it into a more modern looking newsletter for our clients. So it's slicker. It's more well-designed type thing as opposed to being the here's what I think of this um, and then you are yeah. mailing that so you're doing a postcard on top of that mm -hmm. the postcard goes out to more people but like this past one for the month of June was all about like what July was all about water parks mm -hmm. um, like and local water parks to go to and things like that but like we did the one at Christmas time was all about you know the Hallmark movies the countdown to Christmas and things like that. And, you know, they try to put something out there that they will put on their refrigerator and keep for a little longer. Yes. So, so, so the, the Christmas one Katie mentioned, we did the top 25 holiday movies and we broke it out over the 25 days of Christmas. So, um, and everybody stuck that up on their refrigerator and we put like, you know, on Monday, the first, you know, Frosty the Snowman plays at this time, this time, this time. And we told uh. them what network it was on. 
And so they we, in the summer bucket list, that was the cool thing we did at the beginning of summer. We had like a check black, uh, like on the back of the, the postcard, they could check when they did things. So it was like eat a watermelon, make corn on the cob, you know, go, go to a water park. Yeah. Or stuff like yeah. that. So they have a summer, but, and that stays on there. I mean, it stays on my pantry all year, all summer long. And people were like, it's on their fridge too. So it's just kind of front of mind, but we follow up again with the postcard with the call. So you're calling them to make sure they got the postcard and you know, if they, things like that. So, but again, it's seamless. It's not coming from San Diego. It's coming from right. your office in Virginia where you're going, Hey, look, this is what we think is cool. This is what we would interact with. Uh, I always joke around. We do like the referral directory and we do it on a postcard. And I always put like a magnet on the back of it. And I love to go in the house. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm always smiling back at me. I'm like, I'm always, I always see me, <laughs> you know, and if the better to see yourself than another agent, right? Oh, right. Man, that's, they have no idea how devastating <laughs> that is for us. Like, <laughs> I had some client tell me, but I like the calendar. I go, you <laughs> And, and that house. week, they received a calendar okay, in the more. mail. Right. I was uh, like, I'll get you your own calendar. Yes. Anyways. The other thing, I had a, one of my clients, they were like, well, I don't want it on the refrigerator. And I was like, well, your, your garage door is steel. Just stick it right there. Like, we're good to go. <laughs> like, I, you That's know, because she was literally, she had saved every referral directory I'd ever sent her, which I've been in business 17 years. And she was running out of room on the refrigerator. I was like, you know, you can throw some of them away. And she was like, <laughs> they're new every year. I change them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the contractors That's... changed. I find that they're like milk. They have an expiration date. At some point you're like, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> whatever reason you're, you're, you're not getting it done. Then you like, I'm very militant on that list. Like uh, I have clients that are like, no, no, he was really nice. I was like, he didn't get it done. He's gone. Bye. <laughs> we have like, that too. We do the referral directory. It's not a magnet though. It's a book. So we have that that we change out. I think we try and do it twice a year, just mm -hmm. to update, you know, and change things. Um, but I use that. And Mary Beth, I think we talked about this. Oh, what'd you say? I said I use that as a reason to call too. I call all my clients and ask who they refer, and then you put like a little, you know, star next to the ones that are your referrals that you've tried and true. Uh, you know, yeah. but I put everybody's on there, and then we do the postcard, but then we have a QR code so I can change it nonstop. You know what I mean? I'm from the website. You know, it takes them to that yeah, page. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and that way, the literally, the, as soon as somebody messes up, I'm like gone. I'm like <laughs> we don't wait till, for the six months. They don't get a second chance. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm listening, but if it doesn't make sense to me, as you know, we get blamed for everything they do wrong, or everything they do right. You know what I mean? That's true. That's very true. And I was talking to an agent and I won't say his name, but he was saying he literally goes to his contractors and goes, look, we're going to have accountability. You're either going to give me referrals or you're going to pay me for all the business I send you. And I was like, here's my dilemma with that. He's paying you and he's doing a horrible job. Now you have a conflict of interest. Like what exactly. I want you to do. <laughs> that I would definitely, yeah, that wouldn't be okay. But very best part of a BNI group here in Northern Virginia, mm -hmm. she's actually the president of it this year. Um, and there's, I think there's, th is it 30 members now, Shelly? 30. Mm -hmm. 30 members. Um, and she passed, she passed over a million dollars worth of business. I think she hit that milestone a few years ago, but B and I, and we talked about this makes up about 25% of our business. Mm -hmm. 
So it's, I mean, and it's business providers, but they're the, I mean, they go in that referral directory, but they know, I mean, because they they have accountability at those meetings as well. And they have goals Mm -hmm. that they hit and there's a whole slide on who gave what business out this week. And so it's, it's great. And it, it definitely helps. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. It's just once we start taking money, once we start, I just don't want that. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> no. Like I told, I told one of the contractors, he's like, well, what do I got to do to be on here? I said, you got to make it. So when they call me, they're thanking me and not complaining to me. That's what I want. Like take care of them. Be fair. Yeah. That's it. Don't, I, I, you know, the rest of it, whatever, you know, do a good job, do what you say you're going to do. That's really all I want. You know, I, I think that's yeah. fine. The other marketing thing that you mentioned to me, and I, I'm asking this because I'm selfishly want to get it on, get it recorded. These are, I can't take as good a notes as these. And if you go back and listen to all the shows, we've had some really good guests and we've gotten some good stuff. And I'm, one of my other goals is to get you guys, they start giving me like questions like, oh, he's coming on. I would like to know this, that t- sort of thing. Um, but you mentioned your birthday club and I am very curious about that. How did that, that get installed? Brainchild. Well, Mary Beth, that came about, Mary Beth had wanted to do that for a very long time, but it wasn't until Shelly came onto the team that we were able to get it off the ground. So it's a birthday club for the kids mm-hmm. of A plus and A's. So, you know, you have to qualify, sort, qualify your database. So we sent out, I believe it was at the beginning of the year, uh, these the letters to the kids and it had a questionnaire. It was, what was their name? their birth date, their favorite place to eat, their favorite color, um, what they love to do most with their family. And some kids were really, really funny when they responded with their answers, Um, but we kept them. And so at the beginning of every month, like the team, we have team meetings every Tuesday. So the last Tuesday in June before July hit, we all signed the birthday club cards for the kids for July and the cards get mailed to them and they have a gift card to get ice cream at a local place. Um, and that was so well received. The fact that we had sent it to their children mm-hmm. was so big because they, everyone filled it out. Everyone did. We got it back. No problem. So that was a brainchild of Mary Beth, but Shelly was the real executor on all of that and getting it out there. And so they have the cards and stuff and it just, it says celebrate your birthday all month long, I think is mm-hmm. what the inside of it does. So Happy birthday month. And then um, whenever we have a new person that goes to closing, then the agents will decide, are they, do they qualify for the birthday club yet? And if they do, then they'll take one of the cards and the questionnaires with them and give it to them at closing. And they can, it's got a self-addressed return, you know, or return label envelope in it. And they just send it back to us and we put them in the birthday club. And another thing, just as a side to that, we get the kids involved when it comes to selling the house. So we have a kids listing agreement and we have them okay. initial next to making their bed, turning off the, turning on the lights, doing the chores. Um, and they initial next to each one of those boxes and then they sign the bottom and we sign the bottom. And if they do it, they get, um, we will send them once they're under contract, a gift card um, for 20, like, I think it's $25 for the kit each kit in the house to target or to their favorite store or whatever it may be. Yeah. So it's pretty hmm. interesting. So they're very involved in the very beginning. Like, <laughs> Sorry. 
Yeah. Yeah. Getting, I mean, getting the kids involved and yeah, we had, um, we had a client who posted all about it on social media and it took off and, you know, they were excited and the parents are over, you know, so excited because they're like, the kids are really involved. And we also say that when listings were sitting for a little bit longer, we would go and check on the house periodically. And we would say, if we come and, you know, your bed's not made, you know, your bathroom's not tidy, then, you know, that's going to be a strike against you. So we won't tell you when we're coming to visit. Now they're so. fearing you. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, yeah. they're coming. Now we've instilled, well, that's, that's more Mary Beth when she says that. And all the clients and the kids kind of know Mary Beth <laughs> is, you know, former army captain. She raised four kids. She's a little bit of a... Well, and, and she always says that if you touch the hearts of the kids, then you, you have the parents for life. I mean, it really is a true family affair. And I mean, we're selling properties for parents and their children and, you know, mm-hmm. cousins and siblings. So it, it, you know, it trickles. It, it definitely, I have a family here and I actually met them in college. I was delivering pizza. And I have literally sold everyone on their family tree, except for one brother who still lives in Italy. And the joke is he's got to at least buy an investment property. I need something. I, I tease them. That they're like Pokemon cards and I'm collecting them. I'm like, I'm missing one. Come on. I was like, we could chip That's in. Yeah, one of her first clients here in, um, <laughs> they're like, you gotta buy it. One of her first clients here in Virginia, they had triplet daughters and one of them purchased a house in, was it Tulsa with a Buffini agent. So she helped them when they were seven. And now she's, she's sold that house since and moved back here, but that's kind of crazy. So the parents bought and sold in Mary Beth and then the daughter bought and sold in Oklahoma, Tulsa. Yeah. With (laughs) a Buffini agent. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, if you do it right, it, it will happen. I mean, they're doing, that's the other thing I try to get across. Like you're doing them a favor. If you feel like we're doing a good job, you're handing them somebody because not everybody does what we do. You know what I mean? And not even everyone in the network does what we do. You know, like. Exactly. So the, and that's our big thing. I mean, Mary Beth, our team is, yeah. And our team is always about what's right for you and the family. And we do truly believe that. Yeah. It's, you know, obviously we want to sell houses, but it's about when the timing is right for you and the family. And, you know, that includes the kids and sometimes the fur babies too. So <laughs> I tell my clients, I'm going to be in business a long time. Uh, my wife says I get to retire when I die. Right. I mean, you know, I don't have to work the haunted <laughs> house circuit or anything. So I'm really excited about that, you know? Uh, but not in a hurry. I'll be here. That's kind of the joke. When we have a client who has a baby, I'm like, how many years? So that's 18. All right, I'm marking my calendar now. Right, we need to start the piggy bank. Yeah, that's just funny. Um, so you guys do, you mentioned client parties, and, and we talked about a little bit about this. You're doing how many client parties now? Or events, I guess? Um, so one, two... Sorry, we do, January is our VIP event. So it wraps mm-hmm. up the year before. We moved that to January from December because December is so crazy. People yeah. don't want to talk to <laughs> real estate, you know? Um, then we do a spring cleaning event, which has a junk truck and a shredding truck in March. Mm-hmm. And we do that in our neighborhood. Mary Beth and I live in the same neighborhood. So we do it at our community clubhouse. And then 
Um, we have an ice cream party at a local ice cream shop for kicking off the end of school. And then we do um, a back to school ice cream party. And we have, we take uh, clients to Washington Nationals baseball game in September. We have a fall festival at Messick's Farm up here locally um, in October. And we do the pie party in November. And then December, we, you know, one of our special things, if they bought a house this past year, we get them a White House ornament. Um, and then we do wrapping paper and things like that. So I think that was like six or seven client parties. And then, of course, you know, you filter the Popeyes throughout, but the client parties are a lot of fun for us. And I enjoy client parties mm -hmm. out of the whole system. I think client parties are my favorite because it's um, the biggest bang for your buck. You know, you get to see so many of your favorite people. You're taking them out. Um, you know, the fall festival was huge for us the first year we did it. Um, we had like, I mean, they loved that. And that was awesome. And the baseball game is a lot of fun because a lot of people don't get to go to the Nats game. So that was fun. Um, mm -hmm. The pie party is also big. So that's fun too. That's probably my least favorite, but that's okay. <laughs> Do you have a pie eating contest? I had an agent tell me that they were added that to their pie party. And I was like, that's kind of genius. And I got That's funny. <laughs> no, I think we're going to try and add pictures with Santa. We haven't done that yet, but I think that this year we're finally going to pull the plug on that. Um, kind of just see if we can do that. And then you'd have like people sign up for certain spots so they can come and sit with Santa. Mm -hmm. We, <clears throat> we installed that a couple of years ago. So that's been normal. We combined that with the pie party. So we're kind of like, get your pie, get your picture with Santa. And then, yeah. like, that's right before Thanksgiving, and then we are done through the end of the year because ain't nobody trying to talk to a realtor at that point. They, they don't. <laughs> no, and I, you're right. Like, the rest of the year is just about, main, you know, keeping your transactions that you have going. And, the, you know, but. The only thing, <clears throat> how many people are coming to your party generally? Oh, God. Well, the spring cleaning and shred event includes neighborhoods too. So that's a lot sure. of people. I mean, that's probably anywhere. I think that's 200, 200 people, probably like 200 households. Mm -hmm. um, the VIP party is usually about uh, like 30 couples. Okay. That's the VIP party. Those are people who've referred us multiple times. That's what that is just to thank them for continuing to support mm -hmm. our business with their referrals. The Nats party is about 150 total. Um, the fall festival is probably about 200 to 250 people total. So, and then the pie party, I think we usually give away about 150 pies. It'll probably be more this year, but. So from a logistical standpoint, you can only have one Santa um, and then you have 150 pictures to get through. Yeah. And Santas are well, not and, But not everyone's gonna want pictures with Santa but people it's always a different group that comes through um <laughs> the people yeah, I've done it like we installed it and I definitely was like oh my god this is a bit overwhelming because by the time you pay for the event and the food the Santa the photographer and then literally like each party touched somebody different right but anybody with small kids rolled in for the picture thing and it definitely yeah. had a line uh, not to the point where I'm at, where Greg Chaplin is, where they have Mrs. Claus pictures just because the line got that long. And they were like, we couldn't get them in for the party. Like they were like elves and, you I know, was going to say, how many like different people from Santa's family did you guys have? 
Well, that's that's all Greg, and he has like twelve people on his team, so they had a ton, and it was like a brokerage event, so literally they they had three picture lines. I think it was like Rudolph, Mrs. Claus, and Santa. Like, I was gonna say they have a reindeer. I got it. Yeah, I mean that's there's deer in my backyard. We can go grab them. <laughs> you gonna wrangle? <laughs> your your job description has just changed. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Don't... Don't, don't let her push that on you, Shelly. Don't, don't, don't take that one. <laughs> the, ra the ranger from the backyard. There was a turkey, too. So, you know, I've got it all covered. Oh, the wilderness is no, that's real. That's a good point about the Santa pictures. I've never been, I mean, you know, it just all different. You could have an elf, I guess, too, if you mm -hmm. wanted to. Yeah. You definitely could. So how so are you guys? basically our client parties. So how are you guys adding people to the database? I know by referral, I know we get calls saying, hey, my sister wants to buy a house. But are you doing other things to actively bring people into the system? Um, you know, open houses, you know, all the normal things I'm assuming. But do you have anything intentional campaign wise? Not so much currently. Um, our business is really built on by referral. I mean, we are 99% mm -hmm. by referral. Um, actually, we're 100% right now. But last year, I think we were at 99. Um, but what we are in the process of doing is revamping our website and building a standalone website that will um, cater to uh, four different groups of people. So mm -hmm. potentially new people. And, and in the process of doing this, we're going to, we don't pay for leads, but right. we will try to organically improve our position on the web so that people will organically find us and when that happens we're we're going to have some things set up so that we can capture their information to be able to bring them into our world and then we can turn around and call them and see how we can help them um, mm -hmm. and where they are in their in their timeline as far as buying and selling so that's that's what we're in the process of working on at the moment um, but as far as buying leads and purchasing leads you know, we don't do that. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of purchasing leads. The, the closest I would get is paying a referral fee to an agent from another, you know, if you guys mm -hmm. sent me business in Richmond, obviously you're gonna pay for that. Um, mm -hmm. The, we've not, you know, we've, we've kind of added a lot of what we're doing to video. Like doing the same things we've always done, we're just videoing us doing that and then putting it out there and we've, we've gotten a little response from that. It's a great validator for your current clients, but you're also just touching people. Um, and I was resistant against this. And literally my coach was like, stand in line at an elevator. And what is everybody doing? And they're all looking at their phone. So you can be there or not. It's totally up to you. And I was like, okay. But I mean, it's, yeah. again, it's validating what we're already doing. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. One thing we did to try and get us up higher um, this past month, and we talked about it, was the Google reviews. So within mm -hmm. our team, we made an effort to get Google reviews. So we'd start, because we got Facebook and Zillow reviews, and we yes. had a lot on there, but we weren't really utilizing Google. So what we did, starting in the month of June, we started with only like 14 Google reviews, and now we're well over 110 by just that one push to get out in front. And it was a competition amongst us team members. And we would let the clients know yeah. that we're competing against our team, like individual mm -hmm. team, just to get as many Google reviews as we can get. And I think it went really well. So I was over 110. So that's still our push to continue to get mm -hmm. those. 
Um, and we like if we didn't get them on the phone, we would send the QR code in the personal note or we'd email them, you know, all of that. So and that made it really easy for them to write a review for us. So another way yeah. we are pulling outside people in. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go. Oh, another way we're pulling outside people in is um, the neighborhoods that the agents live in currently. We've got a month, a, a quarterly mailer. It's a market update mailer that's going out to those neighborhoods. So there's three neighborhoods right now that we are uh, marketing to, and basically they're just getting, you know, what sold this past quarter, where the market sits right now, what are the average days on market, what is the list at um, sale ratio right now, you know, and then if you want to know what your home is worth in today's current market, give us a call type thing. So mm -hmm. we are sending those out. Um, we're also sending out a postcard after we've closed a property, if we think that it's a good turnover neighborhood that says, guess what we did with your neighbor last night? Yeah. So, and then I like that you know, we sold them. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I like we are doing one. those things. So you've got, and, and I know you guys do a bit of farming. What does the farm look like? I know so you mentioned the quarterly to, you know, the neighborhoods you live in. Is that the farm or is it like, hey, we're going to send our monthly postcards or what does that look like? We're just doing the quarterly postcards right now with the monthly update. And then mm -hmm. we also invite all of those neighborhoods to that spring cleaning event. Mm -hmm. So they have that. So, I mean, they're coming to, you know, if they want to come to that and, you know, just make it known in those neighborhoods. All of us are very, I would say, pretty active in the neighborhoods. So people know our name, know our faces. And then when they get the postcard, that kind of just solidifies it a little bit more. Well, and, and like in one of the neighborhoods, um, it's Mary Beth and Katie both live in the same neighborhood and we have a banner at the pool because there's swim events and swim meets going on. Um, so things like that are also okay. up. So they do recognize us and they know our faces. And so the four touch a year is, you know, just to keep us in front of consistent. them. Consistent, yeah. To stay you know, consistent, that sort of thing. Thank you guys so much for all that the, you've been so generous with sharing everything. So we get into a couple of fun questions like, what is your favorite quote? Because we're all the, the self-development fiends that we are. What, what, what is your go-to? Shelly has a funny one. Oh, no, it's inappropriate. Okay. I ride the Peloton. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, I ride I'll tell it to you if it's, okay, if it's really okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. It's uh, average, be legendary. There you go. I like it. They're, they're not wrong with that. We're, we're, you have to be 18 to have a real estate we license. That's our audience. Right. There. right. Um, I, lo I love, I ride the Peloton a lot. So one of my favorite instructors is Jess Sims. And she sa uh, says, how you do, what was it? How you do anything is how you do everything. And then she usually follows it up with like level up, you know, like, this is just know that like whatever you're doing, it's, you know, you've got to do it the best way you can. Cause that's how you do everything in life. So I don't know. It's kind of what we're trying to teach the girls too. So. Yeah. Don't, don't do anything. You don't plan on trying to be excellent at kind of thing. You know what I mean? If you're not going to try to be good at it, we don't do it. Don't, don't waste that energy. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. And don't like half-ass it. I think is the thing. 
Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you're if you're not going to put put it in there, there's no point in doing it. I mean, that that's really great advice, and I think that we can all live off that a little bit. So uh, what do you think your superpower would be? And I know that this can be interpreted a couple of different ways, and like I was telling Katie, do your way. It doesn't really, you know, we don't, we're not that specific. <laughs> I, I thought it was, what would you want your superpower to be? And I was both. like, I was toying between breathing underwater and flying. Cause I think that's cool. like breathing underwater. I swam through college. So that to me, would be like epic. Um, but like flying would be cool, but I don't know. That's, that's, that's it. But what would my, what is my superpower? I'm very organized and structured. So there I'll give that. Everything has to have a place. And, and we have one advantage with both of you. I was going to say, both, both of you on the show, Shelly, is this true that she's organized and structured? Oh, yes. <laughs> I like it. She is. Uh, everything has a place, and in its place, everything shall live. <laughs> yes. And my kids, um, like, I mean, it's probably a little extreme because my kids hide things, like their school stuff, that I'm like, well, you don't need that. Like, you know, you that was, you know, th that was homework. We don't need to keep that. So it goes in the trash. So they tend to hide their little fidgets and things. So I don't throw them away. So it's probably not the best thing to say, but I don't like clutter. So I was going to say, I grew up that way. I um, had to dig my college acceptance letter out of the trash. Cause my mom was like, it was in the wrong place. <laughs> I was like, I left it out. I thought you'd be proud of me. And yeah, that's funny. Um, so, mine, if, if, if it was what could it be i would mm -hmm. mine was i would want to fly <laughs> um what is it i think i'm fairly good at talking to people and bridging gaps i think people have told me that and positivity i try to stay positive all of those yeah. would be super helpful okay. in your job very, very, <laughs> very good skills i can tell that you're uh yeah that, that'll definitely help with what you're doing well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. This was really, really fun. Um, and I thank shall talk you. to you soon. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to apply this information to your business immediately. This message will not self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, agents.